Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. Hello, and welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast. It's myself, Dave Thomas, along with Jamie Nopu. Hello, everyone. Timmy Mazarana. Hello! <laughs> and that's it, actually. That's all of us. Um, so tonight we're just chilling in the studio. We just got done filming the Parker uh, crossbow, yep. which was fun. Nice, nice, nice bow. And um, we... Uh, a little cleaning. Yeah, that's we, always we cleaned fun. a ton after the Woods and Water Show. It was just a big cleanup here. It's it's a weird time right now. We're kind of... It's like a mixed feeling, because... There's excitement that's like butterflies almost in our in going through my body right now about hunting coming up. Like it's literally cannot wait. Yeah. And every, every, everybody we try to get on the podcast is uh, hunting themselves. So it's getting yeah, hard. It's, it's seriously <laughs> unbelievable. But um, yeah, so today we're going to talk a little bit about kids because you know getting kids outside to hunt is is extremely critical. Yeah. Um, and so. In order to do that, uh, I guess the the thing was that for us, we, we just, we needed a way to get kids involved, like a business way to get mm-hmm. them involved. Not just, oh, let's take our kids out and hunt, but more kids. So we came up with an idea called BHP Kids. And what that entails um, is a brand that we're going to start promoting. And that brand is going to... Um, basically be a starting point for children and ha- let them have fun in the outdoors whether that's hunting or just shooting archery or fishing it doesn't really matter the concept is the same we want to get kids out mainly shooting bows but if we can get them doing anything outdoors it's better than playing video games all day yeah. so just true. interested in it right mm-hmm. i mean color book whatever it, it's to get them outside nowadays it's it's a challenge you yeah. know in school and homework and all that stuff but uh Something changes in them yeah. when they're outside, and it's uh, it's pretty cool to watch. Yeah, I think nature takes hold, and you start to feel your roots as being a part of Mother Nature, right? I yeah. think it's a little different, you know. When us being hunters and growing up like that, you know, it's a little different. I mean, then uh... yeah, for sure. I mean, Travis, my son just took his first deer a couple weeks ago, and you could see after he did that. After you know, I'm like, that's a perfect shot. Something just flipped. I could see it in his eyes. 
It was just, yep, well, I like hunting now. <laughs> you know, this That's is it. what Deer I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it goes, man. I, I think uh, it's exciting and it's hard to judge. Like, and I, I don't, I don't, I would never push my children to do it, but it's hard to judge like what's too far and what's not far enough, you know, when it comes to actual hunting, yeah. not shooting archery, but actually taking a deer's life, you know, do they, how do they feel about it? You know, how do they see their parents reacting to it? Um, how do they react to it? You know, yeah. do they feel a little bit sad that they took the sandals life or they don't care? You know, I don't, I don't even know the answer here. Yeah. I'm just suggesting, yeah. you know, well, it's I, like, it's like, it's like my son, my son loves to go out, loves to sit, loves to watch, loves to watch other people hunt, but he's not ready himself yet to pull the trigger. You know, he, he just, he's a little, little gun shy with it, but that is what it is. And there's, there's no problem yeah, with that. He's wrong, young, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, we got years to be able to build on that, but uh, he still has that drive. You can see that he wants to get outside and watch and be there. He's just not ready himself, which is okay. One of the things I thought was interesting is uh, when I when Connor when we went up. Uh, it, was, it must have been Turkey. Yeah. And Connor and Travis were there together, and they um, they're the same age, eight years old. And when they're there together, at uh, the at the time, they were kind of like. Like, Jamie and I are working on some projects for BHP, but they kind of, like, went off into the woods on their own and, like, played and, like, made a fort. I mean, it was awesome. Like, I was like, this is all I can really ask for. If they, yeah. if they never pick up a bow, then it is what it is. But for them to be out there and, like, pick up sticks and play with things and break things, I mean, that's the whole purpose. You know, Connor always tells me when I'm in the blind with them, hey, can we walk around? I want to walk around. I'm like, yeah, once, let's give another hour, then we can get up and do that, you mm-hmm. know? And, and it, it's nice to go, like, um, you know, like like Lane's house, like, coming up. So, I know we have that scheduled for you because I'm not going to be there, unfortunately. But yeah. that that's a great experience because Lane, Lane Walker is who we're talking about. Lane is a great person with kids and hunting and all that. So, Tim wanted to bring Aiden and go sit in, at Lane's because it's, like, a perfect place. It's, like, literally, it's only, like, a 15-acre parcel. But he's got these amazing blinds that are really secure and, and safe and, and a great environment for kids. And they can play games in there. It's, like, quiet. You know, it's a lot, it's, it's all wood. Um, and uh, last time you guys went, you guys saw deer, right? Oh, yeah. You didn't get a shot, but you saw him in yep. the corner. That's right. And then that was deer. That was the, that's when Connor got his first deer, yep. right? That's the same weekend. That's the exact same weekend, yeah. So, yeah, that's always exciting. And, and I think... Uh, Something to look forward to for sure. And Lane's got kids, so it's fun because the kids all play. Yeah. It's yeah, like a time, yeah. crazy house over there. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to have Lane for this BHP Kids stuff. We're going to have a ton of stuff from Lane. His books will be on there for the kids, um, especially kids that can read, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. which is pretty much our kids in that range. They can read. Uh, eight, nine years old, start reading. Um, but, yeah, so the kids are going to review stuff. We're going to have bows from the review. We're going to ask companies to donate product to it. It's not going to be a real donation, but donate products to support, it's a better word, support the BHP Kids concept. And what I'd like to do is either build the funding and use it for things like kids' advertisements, um, things like, you know, giving bows to kids in need, things like that. And I was thinking we could even work on the concept of, doing a sign up your child you know to beach be kids you subscribe and you, you know your parent uses their email to get communication from us right and they get a free sticker for doing it or something like that yeah something yeah, um something cool and then we you know just trying to really build that thing where kids get excited i want to go to pro shops and get banners put in and just really push that and i think it'd be cool if we can get the kids to do some videos here um reviewing products and shooting bows well, and, i think that's the thing is is kids teaching other kids I think is really 
just an amazing concept. Because, I mean, kids can watch our YouTube videos and cool. And, you know, it's cool. and we're, we're cool people. I think we are. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know how many times my kids have sat down, sat down and watched just the stupidest video in the world. Yeah. Because there's another kid doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And the, the, those people are making tons of money. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. for sure. And that, Well, that's the thing. And I, I think it's important to note that, that, you know, the more money we can bring in from it, the more we can do. And I think that's the bigger thing is, like, how do you fund something like this? And the way I look at this this idea is it's a it's a generic idea, meaning that there is no bow company that's going to be allowed to sponsor it. There's, they're going to support it, but that doesn't mean another bow company shouldn't support it too. Right. We want all the bow companies to support it. It's it should be all it's a very it's about kids only, and every every supporter um, will help in some way, shape, or form. And I think that's the important part. It's not this isn't something we're trying to do to make money on. It's something we're trying to do to build the heritage. And I think this is one of the better ways we've come up with, I think that's going to work is because obviously the more kids that get into it now, we'll take that into the next year and the next year and their friends will learn about it. I mean, it's a snowball effect. That's Mm -hmm. what you're trying to do here. Um, But let's face it, you know, we're older now. We're not, we're not in the place, you know, that we don't appeal to kids is what I'm saying. That's why kids appealing to kids makes sense. And since we have kids in that age range and we have actually two generations of kids because we have, our kids are all two years apart. So we have, we can set up an older realm, and then when the younger ones come up, they can do it. So we actually have a way to pass it down for yeah, a couple years. Really cool. So we got about four years <laughs> before we don't have no more kids to work with. But, you know, then Brian's son can take the, take the <laughs> realm. Now, one of the really cool things that I never thought in a million years would happen is my wife went to CVS, got a picture of Travis's deer, and he took it into school, and the teacher was all about letting him do a little... So oh, that's show cool. and tell, wow. tell, yeah, that's really tell cool. everything that happened. Yeah. What's the difference between a buck and a doe? All this stuff. I was, I mean, I wish it could have been a fly on the wall for that. Yeah, yeah. you know him telling that story. That's a cool oh, that's story. Really but cool. I'm like, I seriously nowadays, I'm really surprised. I mean, the picture had blown all over it and yeah. everything. So it was just like, yeah, being you know, in the city. And I was, I was impressed. <laughs> I was impressed. Yeah, that's really. I cool. have to give it to the teachers on that one. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, Cutter had a teacher to uh, Hudson. I thought that was pretty cool, actually. And shoots guns and shoots bows. And every time I see her, she talks to me like, "Oh, how's the website?" I'm like, "It's good. It's doing well. Podcast is rocking." Thanks to you, folks. Podcast is rocking. Um, yeah. So it's hunting season, guys. I mean, this is this is an interesting time. So Tim, are you? This is a good question, I guess. Why we have you uh, on the spot? Are you? Are you guys gonna do any podcasts up north? Um, because you can no use. Ele- we have no electricity up north, um, so it gets a little complicated. It's actually not very hard. So, you just use your phone. Yeah, we did on we our phone. We can probably do a recording. We've done there. some on the phone. We're so, hunting. We're gonna I, do it. I mean, we're set, we're gonna bring the mini kit and then. I think we should probably plan on that. I don't think I've I've thought about that just because the uh, the hunting you know the hunting well, you, you have some other people there. It might time. be kind of cool to put your phone on the yeah. voice recorder and set it in the middle and just you know have a couple conversations well, about it. I mean, if you guys have time, but yeah. it's fun. I mean, I, I like doing it. Like. We did, we had a blast, and it was just him and me doing. That's a hunt how camp. it started. We did like we twenty, did twenty first. in a row. We had Chris on and a whole bunch of people on. Chris Colbert and uh, Chris Cobbett, thank you, and uh, and a whole bunch of people that first time, and a lot of the ambassadors. It was a lot of fun. Like, no, we, it is good. We we're gonna have a ton of time. I mean, I'm gonna be up there for four days straight with uh, you know that's it. You, you eat, sleep, hunt, eat, sleep, hunt, and you got that midday where you know it's a little bit of food, a little bit yeah. of fun, um, a little bit of work, and you know, we'll fit that in. Actually, it's a great idea. Yeah, it's just simple, especially on your phone because you just hit that voice recorder. And right. if it's just like three people in a room, it's perfect. And Mike's actually going to be there too, so that would actually is he? Do you be there for that? No, no. There's okay. only it's a small crew this year, so we have we only nice. have four adults. 
And we got two kids going. Oh, that's so there's perfect. Only six, there's only six you guys could do a four-man sitting around a circle, eating some jerky, awesome drinking some beers, and talking. Too, so. Talking about their expectations. That's that'd be a good one, Tim. The expectations yeah. of the hunt, the start, then get into the aftermath, like yeah. well, how it's going. So like start it like the first day you got there, like what's our expectations for this hunt? And then like three days in, do it again and say what has happened. Because yeah. <laughs> usually you, does you not just go. Hear the disappointment, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it usually does not go how you think it's going to go. Uh, yeah, it's uh, all the early season though. It's, it's always a tough hunt. You know, the, the opening yeah, week. It's going to be eighty know, where we're going. Yeah, so. you never know how that weather is going to be, and and you never know where the you know. The, usually that time of year, there, there's bucks out. There's always bucks out, right? But they're usually you see them at like two, three o'clock in the morning on the trail cam. You're not yeah. seeing them, you know, prime time type of stuff. But uh, I'm excited, man. We'll get something in the freezer, I think. Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited this year. We've got some good pictures on trail cam, and yeah, there's no looking? no construction yeah, this year. So <laughs> joke. What was the other Killed thing that last happened year. last year? Wasn't there somebody driving around? No, it was the construction. Was it the they construction? Had, they were, they, oh, they that added. was turkey season. Right. Oh, kick that guy off! Mm. Yeah, but I think he shot a turkey. Right. Yeah, I shot a turkey about an hour after. <laughs> he scared it to you. I don't, I don't think he, I don't think it can be worse than than what happened to John on opening day oh, no. last year. That's horrible. Dude, sitting it's, in his dude. Okay. Yeah, okay, before you tell the whole story, I, I'm gonna let you tell that part of it. But I'm gonna tell I'm gonna say one thing real quick. Let me just set the stage. John Cedar is a beautiful man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> John Cedar is part of a hunt club. He paid into this. Okay, he bought into a hunt club. Which, when I say hunt club, it's just a lot of land. There's no fences or anything like that. He bought into this hunt club, which is 500-plus acres, okay? 500-plus acres. That's number one. It's surrounded by private hunt clubs that are upwards of 7,000 or something crazy, right? There's, like, a big one next yep. to it. Yep. Just, get, just, just, I'm trying to set the stage so you can imagine this while you're driving right now listening to this podcast. So he's around. He's, he's in the middle of. He's on 500 acres surrounded by, let's just call it, thousands of of other private land, okay? And this is where the story begins. So so I, I this is how I hear about it is I get I get a call about uh, an hour after opening light and he's just like you could just tell that he's that he's pissed. He's it's not a call, he's texting. And uh, the words that he was using, you could just tell <laughs> that he was a little pissed off and you know trying to figure out what happened and, and all that stuff and he's like I'll talk to you later and and he ended up seeing some some deer that morning, I think, but um, when we get back to camp, um, he's fuming and, uh, he, he's going, dude, I'm, this is just, it's BS, blah, blah, blah. And uh, what ended up happening is he's, uh, is it, and like Dave said, it's, it's 500 acres. Um, you know, this time there's only, there's, I think four or five of us up there total for the, for the whole acres is surrounded by just a ton of acreage that nobody, you shouldn't be able to see anybody out there. So he walks back, he's all the way in the corner of his property, walks back up there, and he's about 20 feet away from his tree stand, and he's going, the heck is that? And he looks up, and there's somebody sitting in this tree stand. And mind you, we get out there early. I mean, we're yeah. out there an hour, 20 hours, because everybody's excited, you're not sleeping. You're, we're out there an hour and a half before, you know, before shooting time, just excited to get out there, and there's somebody freaking sitting in his tree stand. And uh, the guy, you know, the guy, he, he's like, hey. You know, John's like, hey, you know, what are you doing? He's like, oh, oh, is this is this your property? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I thought I was hunting the, you know, the property, what they call the conservatory. I thought I was hunting that. And uh, he's like, how'd you, how'd you think that you were hunting that? Because the wire's up. Didn't you run into the wire? And he's like, oh, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't run into any wire. 
And I'm, and John John knew it was just a bunch of BS because no doubt three weeks before that John and I ran that whole wire along the east side where he was up and we made sure that bad boy was up. But I just I just can't believe somebody like has that kind of mentality to go out there sit in somebody else's tree stand. Like not only do you okay, let's assume you didn't know it was your it wasn't your property. You don't know where the where the land started and where the stand. Well, I, I can see that. It sure as hell isn't your tree stand. <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to Pretty get shot, right? I mean, right? and John, well, and you know, John, like John won't. He, I mean, he wouldn't, but he, he's not going to mess around. You're on yeah. his property. He doesn't know what the hell you're doing, who yeah. the hell you are, you know, any of that. So I'm just like, so we always joke around about it this time. And uh, it, it, as long as we don't air this before opening day in a couple days, so we kind of we kind of have a little trick that we're going to play on him. Mm. So we went out and got one of those um, appropriate uh, blow up dolls. Oh no way! No way! <laughs> and so we're gonna, we're going to sneak out there. We're gonna try and get it in there so Dude, it might ruin his opening day hunt and he might be so more pissed at us funny. than what he was last year but it is going to be you're going to dress awesome it up though prank. um yeah i think we're going to try to if we can you see it's the things we're on short time frame it's going to be like we he's going to be he's going to be around us the whole time and it's like unspoken rule you don't you don't kind of you don't walk the property and you let it sit and you go out and you hunt so it's going to be hard to kind of sneak away to get back to a spot but i think we're going to try and find a way to do it oh so. my gosh <laughs> dude that would be hilarious well, sorry, John. If you're listening after and, and this went down, we were able to pull it off. I'm uh, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, just like that's usually one of the <laughs> ultimate pranks I've ever heard. If you could set that thing up, but seriously though, like like look like a hunter, like mm-hmm. that would be hilarious. See, here's my problem. This is what I need help with. So I think the prank's awesome. I think we should absolutely do it. But what I don't want to necessarily, do, if we can help it, is ruin his. You're not gonna be able to not ruin the hunt because first off, you have to go out there to do it. Secondly. That doll is gonna be different for the deer to see, so you uh-huh. have to dress in camo, otherwise it's gonna think it's a person. The other problem is, what does he do with it after? And that's if I know John, he's just gonna whip out his knife, pop it, and throw it. And in that's his okay. Backpack. But that's what I'm that because that's a thing. Like it's one of those like. Dude, Did you already buy this thing? Hilarious. Yeah. We How much it. was it? It was only like thirty bucks. Totally worth yeah. it. You could you could get up. I mean, somebody could get up after he goes to sleep and go out there. That's what I'm thinking. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! That's At little... night. He, well, you I mean, would, don't thinking, let me. No, no, no. Thing no I'm thinking the there. night before, on Saturday before the open. <laughs> you need to get out there like during the day, because if you go at night, yeah. you're gonna scare everything out of there. Yeah, yeah. That's how the, I want to try. I want to try and try and send the other guy that's up there that yeah. goes all the time, who knows the property back of the hand. I'm gonna try and help. Try and see if I can do some work stuff. Yeah. With John, do some do some photo shoot stuff. Good idea. And the other guy Smart. can go check the other guy's stand that's back there. Switch, Good idea. you know, and we'll we'll see what we can do. So. Dude, that is hilarious. The only thing I would throw at you, Tim, is like, you. The only thing I would say would be better is if you could put like a trail cam facing it. it would be so when he's up there messing with you, get pictures of him messing with this it thing. Would be good, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how we're gonna. I don't know how we could pull it. Up. Maybe maybe we could get a trail cam up there the night before. Too. Dude, think about how funny awesome. that would be if you put it just aim right at his stand. So when he goes up there, he has to like pull it. down. I can just imagine though, like right. It, it's right about. It's right about light. We're going out there, and all of a sudden, off in the distance, I just hear a gunshot. <laughs> You hear, Tim, <laughs> you're done, son. Uh, I might, right. I might only be hunting one day. Oh, so I'm you not might sure. not be allowed back to this hunt camp. <laughs> that is seriously hilarious. We'll see what happens. All right, guys, uh, BHB Kids, check it out. We'll be launching that in the next couple months. Here, I know it's uh, short notice, but the goal is to launch it, get it rolling, and then uh, rock it into 2018, and then go forward with it. 
from that point on. We're going to start filming now, though, try to get some content built up. And I really want to get, like, my goal is to have, like, kid, like us asking Tim to talk to Rachel about doing some educational things, mm-hmm. like, on paper. Then we can hire someone to design it to make it cool looking for kids, but have the information because she's a teacher and same with your your wife it, you got they should actually talk and like come up with a, a, a curriculum that kids can learn about not just outdoors but but learn like reading and stuff yeah like reading that yeah. has H- words hunting of hunting related, in an outdoor like, or yeah. workbooks and stuff that it'd be cool use. and then we get like i said i want to get lane on there so we can have him talk about the yeah. books His and books, just man. education for kids, like he'd be perfect yeah. to have them, like videotape them, to have them have that video on there. My kid's so. reading his books right now. He absolutely loves them. Oh, that's absolutely great. Absolutely loves them. So, all right, guys, thanks a lot for listening. And uh, oh, and uh, by the way, check out our sponsor, uh, Vanguard Outdoors, for amazing packs, tripods, uh, you name it, binos. Vanguard's got you covered. So check them out, Vanguard Outdoors. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. And uh, have a good one. Good luck hunting. See you. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.